Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 27-9. Unity's lead over the host sages. Cole Sawinski has the ball at the 40-yard line. And he's readying for a right-to-left kickoff. We'll see if it's an onside kick, a squib kick, or a kick back deep. I don't think anything would surprise me. Yeah, I got to give a, one more shout-out to my daughter, Mia, if she's listening. I can't believe I forgot her earlier. <laughs> I love you, Mia. I'm sorry. Just uh, celebrated her birthday a few weeks ago, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, 11 on the 11th, so. Happy birthday to Mia. I hope she's tuned in tonight. Sawinski's kick, a squibber to the 20, <sighs> and that's out of bounds. Sawinski's second kick that goes out of bounds this evening. Yeah, I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to put it in that corner where it's kind of tough for somebody to field it, and you don't give them a lot of space to return it, but... Rolling out of bounds, kind of bad luck. You never know what a football is going to do when it starts rolling, but it's it keeps rolling out of bounds on Monticello there. That'll give the Sages, the Rockets, I should say, good field position. Their own 35, a left-to-right drive, starting with 12 minutes even on the clock. No time came off the board. And Dane Eisenmenger and company back out onto the field as it gets a little chillier here in Monticello. Still a great night for football. Trips left for Eisenmenger. Richardson to his right. And Jay Saunders, the receiver to the right. And here's a carry for Richardson. Sweeping left. Flag down to the backfield. Richardson's up past the 50, down to the 40 on the other side. But a flag in the backfield. You'd think this one's coming back, a hold. Yeah, curious to see what this call is. It looks like a hold where the flag is. I didn't see it, but that's what it looks like. A little bit of uh, some words coming in from the bleachers. Monticello's fans don't like that. That's going to be against Monticello. We'll see what the call is. A chop. Chop block of some kind. Hmm. Flag was down in the backfield. And uh, Monticello's defense may be a little too aggressive there in trying to get to Richardson. So the first play is going to take Unity from the 35-yard line all the way to the opposite 27-yard line. Big game for the Rockets. Nine seconds have come off the board in the second half. Unity's 27-9 lead in position to grow early on unless Monticello can make a play. Two wide receivers right, one left for Eisenmenger, and he's going to throw right. Caught by Saunders on a bubble screen past the 25. Dives down to the 23, and a good catch. And a nice game from Saunders on a pass from Eisenmenger. Yep, going back to the, the well there on the quick pass, and, and Monticello was ready for it, but Saunders falls forward there to get a couple more. Second down and six, 11-20. Ticking clock here, two wide receivers left. One right is Saunders, Porter, and Dalton O'Neill are to the left. And now Porter's in motion left to right. Four-man front for Monticello. Eisenmanger's looking to the sideline for the play call. Second and six from the 23. Richardson, his tailback to the left, out of the gun. And here's the snap back, play action. Eisenmenger steps up, throws over the middle. It's intercepted by Teschke. Teschke helps his own cause. Down the right sideline, 50-45. And he's brought down at the 43. Luke Teschke, the quarterback at linebacker. A huge interception, went up and got it. 
Yeah, what what a play there by Teshke. My gosh. He he read that and, and Eisenminger kinda stared down his receiver there a little bit and I think Teshke kind of baited him into that throw and picked it off. Quarterback himself knows where the lanes are and, and stepped into it and got a big interception there for Monticello. Don't know Neal was the intended receiver, was open over the middle, might have gone for a touchdown, but instead it's an interception, and Monticello starting at the 44 of Unity, incompletion. Trey Welcher, the intended receiver, couldn't get it. Pass was uh, contested by Braden Henry, but that was more a poor throw on Teshke's part that necessitated the incompletion. Clock stops at 10.48 for the third quarter, second and 10 on the way. Monticello at the 44, north of midfield, driving right to left. That's where this drive started. Yeah, quick throw there. You know, Teshke might have been a little tired after the interception there, <laughs> running <laughs> it back. Not, not a normal throw for him there. Teshke out of the gun, turns in a play action, doesn't give to Young. That's a screen to Young. And Young to the 35, looking for the 30. Carries a man past the 30, down to the 28. Al, I was getting I was searching for the words, but I was getting ready to say that was a textbook halfback screen, a deep drop from Teshke, and yep. the uh, offensive line buying Young plenty of time. Again, I, I mean, Monticello did it in the first half with the with the screen, called it at the perfect time, knowing Unity's going to bring a little pressure, be super aggressive with that D-line, and baited him in. Teshke kept dropping back and get those guys to suck in and throw it right over the top of them. Trips right for Monticello here on second down. First down and 10, pardon me, that moved the chains. Teshke doesn't drop back, fires one over the middle. It is caught by Raiden Colbert. Colbert didn't quite break over the middle. He was running a slant, but the pass got him at the left hash. And he goes into a crouch and hauls it in. Second down on the way for the Sages. Ten minutes left in the third quarter. Monticello driving down 27-9. They need this. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Couldn't have asked for a better start here for Monticello with the interception and, and this long drive here. They need to put on some points. This is a motion here. Trey Welter in motion, gives the Sages three wide receivers right. Teshke rolls right, throws, dangerous pass, almost jumped by Tyler Henry, and Henry makes contact with Carter Foran and a flag, and pass interference will give the Sages a first down in all likelihood. Yeah, I mean, great great break there by the defender. He just got there a tad bit early. But other than that, it was a great break, and, and the ball hung up there for a second. I thought he might have had a chance to intercept that ball. First down and 10 now for, well, it'll be first and goal for the Sages. Should be. Oh, should they spot this? They're driving away from the student section toward the left end zone. Student section down to the right. I looked over. The owl mascot just did a backflip. Impressive stuff. <laughs> Yeah, in, in an that, owl costume yeah, in from that, that costume, student. That's yeah. really impressive. Uh, kind of an interesting spot if that's where they're going to put it. It's like halfway between the 10 and 11. So it's first and 10 from the 10. It looks like it's right at the 10, actually. Give them a yeah. first and goal here. Line to gain the goal line. Trips left for Teshke. Young, the running back to his right in the backfield. One yard behind him. Here's a pitch back to Young. Moving to the right. Gains three. Knocked out of bounds on the right sideline in front of the Unity bench. More accurately in front of some Unity fans that have congregated to the left of the bench at second and goal. Yeah, a little toss play trying to get him out in space and make something happen. Couldn't quite get loose of uh, the, the defender there, but heck of a play by him to close. Teshke again, out of the gun if you haven't guessed already. Young to his left, three wide receivers left as well. Foran, Welter, 
and Colbert and Teschke scrambling right, looking for the five, stays on his feet, reaches for the pylon, is he in? Monticello's sideline says yes, and he is. An eight-yard touchdown rush for Luke Teschke, reaches out for the pylon on the right sideline and scores. And a light show and a 27-15 score. Clock has not stopped, and now it does at 922. I mean, it's the it's the Teske show right now. I mean, inter, big interception for him to, to get the ball back, and then a heck of a, a heck of a play there by him to break a couple tackles and get in the end zone. Luke Teske is a senior playing his final home game, senior night for the Sages. Might get one in the playoffs, but you never know how that'll break. And he's playing like it's his last home game tonight, putting the team on his back. Cole Sawinski's extra point up and good. Sawinski, a senior as well, haven't even gotten into that aspect of things here Al it's senior night in Monticello last home game of the regular season last game of the regular season you never know how it'll break in the playoffs but uh, you got to leave it all on the line when you have the chance and Luke Teschke playing some inspired football here the senior in the second half yeah absolutely I mean senior night brings out a lot of emotions from kids and and you know they that could have been the talk there at halftime between the kids you know this is our last one let's not go out with a loss and and come out and respond and they have it's been it's been really fun to watch 27 16 our new score 922 left in the third quarter glad you're with us on light rock 97 5. playoff pairings announced tomorrow Christmas for us I that know. love that love high school football. <laughs> well, it pays to be a member of the media. We it's embargoed, can't leak them, but we get them at four o'clock. We oh, get them a little early. Lucky, lucky. I I always I always enjoyed. That was my favorite part of like being a head coach and and just coaching in general is you get the little playoff parties and all the kids come and watch and they're really fired up and excited and you get to play other teams that you normally wouldn't get to play. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great day of the year. Always fun seeing the matchups. As this is a squib kick to the 30, muffed and recovered by Unity, falling on it is Abram Davidson. Did a nice job of staying with it. So curious here. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, there, you're but, good. Um, curious to see here I mean unity seems to be maybe feeling a little pressure there you know interception touchdown little muffed catch there on the kickoff return Monticello putting a little pressure on them and you know I kind of wrote that down on my notes after watching some film and see how the young unity rockets you know the sophomores that we talked about earlier how they would handle a moment like this so we'll see here 920 to play here in the third quarter and Unity starting this drive at its own 29 left to right carry up the middle and Monticello's defensive line is right on it the Sages have momentum and that's evident again there Richardson up the middle they'll give him the 31 it's a gain of two that did not feel like a gain of two Monticello's defense snuffed that out in second and eight on the way yep Unity going right into another play here under nine minutes to play in the third Line to gain the 39 from the 31. Eisenbanger out of the gun. Carry left. Sweeping is Richardson. We've seen this play a lot tonight. Past the 35. And he's tripped up and brought down at the left numbers. Nearing the 40-yard line. Nearing the 39-yard line. Give him the 36. And give Unity a third down and three. With eight minutes and 30 seconds left to play here. 
That, that's been more where Unity's run game has lived, kind of that off-tackle uh, sweep play, and they've lived there and done a really good job but just getting five to six yards every time. I wouldn't be shocked to see the uh, – no, regular quarterback. I was going to say I wouldn't be shocked to see that little wildcat formation here. Eisenmanger's in, Richardson to his left, carry right. Richardson looking, he's got a first down past the 40. Into the 45, and the ball's out. Let's see. Monticello says they have it, but Richardson emerges with the ball. And he did hold on to it. It did come out. But Richardson atones for his mistake and keeps it with unity. Now down to the 44. It's a first down. Got the first down by five yards. Unity nearing midfield, driving left to right. 7.50 left in the third quarter. Eisenmenger pull it out to the right sideline, incomplete. Running the out route was his tight end, Brady Parr. Monticello got a little aggressive there finally on those hitch routes coming up. Uh, I think that's Welter coming up, making a break on it. It might make Unity think twice about throwing that again, or you might see a double move now out of Unity on that. Now they've seen Monticello come up and play it tight. Clock stopped at 7.50. 27-16 is the score. Unity driving, but Monticello has some momentum. A big interception from Luke Teschke on the last drive. We'll see what Eisenmenger does with four wide receivers out of the gun. Now shifts Porter in motion to the backfield. Play action out to the right. Looking for Jay Saunders, and it's caught. And Saunders, a minimal gain all told to the 48s. Monticello, like I said, on the last play, Monticello's corners are coming up and being super aggressive right now, trying to shut down that short passing game. Trying to make Eisenminger a little uncomfortable. So we'll see what they do here, third and long. Third and seven, 7.24 for the third quarter. Unity leading by 11. Monticello needs a play here. Eisenmenger, lone man in the backfield. Meback in motion, joins him. Play action. And Eisenmenger floats one down the left sideline. It is broken up by Carter Foran and a flag. Man, I, that was the that was what I was just talking about. A little double move there by Unity. Monticello defender recovered nice. I don't. That's a tough call on the Monticello kid. He did turn around there right at the last second. I could go either way. Two flags now down, one on the Monticello sideline. A couple of coaches on the field for Monticello. You hear the boos. Monticello does not agree with that call. And, I, and I'm not trying to sound like a homer, but I don't know that I agree <laughs> with it either. Um, like I said, the Monticello defender did get his head around there at the last second to make a play on it, so he, he wasn't just running into the unity player. I'll join you on that, Al. I didn't see a lot of contact over there. It was minimal, borderline, and it's going to break Unity's way here on what would have been a fourth down and seven turned into a first and ten. Two flags down, one for pass interference, presumably the other a sideline infraction. Yeah. Monticello uh, was not happy with that call. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. We'll see if they channel that into a big play here on first and ten defensively, or if Unity can ride the wave and keep the drive going. Now to the 37 across midfield. Now driving off to our right. Two receivers left, one right. Eisenmenger's going to keep it. The quarterback, sophomore, running past the 30. And dragged out of bounds on the left sideline, his own sideline. Drove it from the right hash to the left sideline. And see where they spot him here. I think he's a yard short of the first down. Yeah, I mean, good play call there. Monticello was getting aggressive on that off-tackle play. Uh, Eisenminger pulls it and runs a count, quarterback counter off of it. Good good action there by Unity. First rush we've seen from Eisenmenger tonight. Second and one. Eisenmenger 
turns, gives Richardson, running right. Richardson trying to run downhill, runs into some purple jerseys to the 20-yard line. And a first down for Unity, give him the 21. So not quite into the red zone, but close. Unity driving with an 11-point lead, 27-16. 6.40 and ticking here in the third frame. Yeah, you know, Monticello kind of seems here in the last two plays, maybe feeling a little sorry for themselves after the penalty call. They need to really step up here and get a stop before they get too far in the red zone. Three receivers, none outside the right numbers to the right for Eisenbanger. Here's a carry for Richardson, tripped up and brought down. Nice play in the backfield there from Hunter Romano, getting in and bringing down Garrett Richardson. Gain of one, second and nine to the 20, with 6-10 left in the third. Same play there from Unity, that off-tackle play, but the snap was a little high through the timing off. So Unity, Unity get, Amatisel gets a little penetration there. Just that few little seconds can affect the play so much. You'd figure four down territory here for Unity, but even a field goal, it's still a 14-point game. Here's Eisenmenger, trips left. Eisenmenger on the right hash, drops, throws. It's caught on the sideline and staying in bounds and making a nice catch on an out route. Credits Aiden Porter with a nice catch there. Third down and two. Yeah, I would assume here, now that it's third and short, that, you know, that this will be two down territory now for Unity. But you have the kicker in your back pocket if you need him. Field goal would make it a 14-point game. Unity wants a touchdown on Monticello's 12, third and one. And Meback the direct snap. Looking for the center of the pile from the right hash. Going to have to get a spot on this one. It was close. Looks like he gained a yard to the 11. Is it enough to move the chains? It is. First down. Yeah, Unity gets in that gets in that wildcat and just powers it in with Meebach like they've been doing all night. I believe, Al, that was Meebach who lined up right next to I Eisenmenger stayed in for that one, I think. Yeah, yeah I think he did. And it was a direct snap back to Meebach, which we haven't seen a lot. Usually Meebach just comes in at quarterback and does it all himself. But uh, that time had Eisenmenger, so you didn't know who to guard if you were Monticello. Right. First and ten now for Unity at the 11. 5-10 to play. And play action. Eisenmenger floats one up. Looking end zone. Incomplete. No flag. The intended receiver was Jay Saunders. Trey Welter defending him. A little bit of contact. No call. Second and ten. Yeah, I mean, good good coverage there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, that's how you teach. You know, you yep. keep him in phase, keep the arm on him, make that a really tough throw to the sideline, and where it's over his head. It's really good. Sets up second and ten from the 11, essentially second and goal. Not quite. Driving left to right. 5.08 for the third. 27-16's the score. Eisenmenger with Richardson behind him. Trips left, all of them in the slot, and here's Eisenmenger throwing over the middle, taking a big hit, Porter. Porter down inside the five, on a slant, across the middle, third down on the way as we move inside the five. One thing I've really been impressed with with Unity is any time it's been second and long, second and ten, they've always found a way to get a quick little seven to eight yard pass to make it third and manageable. It's really impressive and tough to do at the high school level. Third down and three. Brock Suiting and Eric Meebach are in. The heavy set package for Unity that works so well. Third and two from the four. Meebach rolling left, looking for a seam. Wrapped up and brought down. Shy of the line to gain. He's short by a yard. It's fourth down on the way with 4.20 to play in the third. And in this 11-point game, 
This is a huge play Oof. that we'll look back on when it ends. And this is part of the reason why I got out of coaching for decisions like this. <laughs> do you kick do you kick what basically is an extra point or do you go for it? And it looks like Unity's gonna roll the dice and go for it here. Field goal would make it a 14-point game. Offense is gonna stay on and try it. Meebach, the quarterback, suiting the tailback. Carry up the middle for suiting. No contest. He's in. A three-yard touchdown rush for Brock Suiting. Yeah, that's a that's a backbreaker there from Monticello. Fourth of one. You think maybe you get a little penetration there and shut him down, and, and Unity just sticks with what's worked all night. A little power run. 33-16, extra point pending. Emerson Bailey's looked really good on his extra points tonight. Daps up his holder, Ryan Rink. Before he four left in the third. Still a lot of ball game left, but Monticello's road to victory just got a lot harder. Bailey, hold, and Bailey's snap. A little high, good hold, and Bailey's kick is good. Just snuck it in. The left upright. 34 16, 345, 354, pardon me, to play in the frame. Yeah, that's a tough one for Monticello. I mean, you go back to the pass interference call there on third and long and. You know, you force a punt there, and you're gonna have a you're gonna have a long drive, but you you got off the field, and then it turns out turns into a unity touchdown instead. That's really tough. Three fifty-four. Pardon me, Al. I was looking to see if I could track down a score from Prairie Central and Bloomington Central Catholic in the Illini Prairie Conference. Yeah. See if I can dial one up here quick. Yeah, it's been a heck of a game, it looks like. You know, BCC undefeated, yeah. state ranked. 15-all uh, here uh, okay. early in the fourth. Okay. Yeah, they they have kind of taken the conference by storm, blowing everybody out a little bit this year, other than Monticello played them tough. And um, it's it's been, it's been you know, their conference this year. So Perry Central giving them quite a game. Be a big win for Perry Central if they can hang on. Unity and Monticello have both beaten Prairie Central and both lost to Bloomington Central Catholic. Unity got blown out by BCC earlier this season. Monticello kept it close in a 24-16 loss, and here's Ike Young on the return for Monticello, diving past the 20. And that's where Monticello will set up this uh, drive here at about the 20, give him the 21 with 3.46 left in the third. Yeah little reverse there unity did a good job of staying at home you know that sometimes you just never know what, what your kids on special teams are thinking on those reverses they, <laughs> they run in after the kid and but unity did a good job there staying at home and, and shutting down the edge 21 yard line 79 yards from Monticello to drive 346 left here in the third Teshke out of the gun fires one deep down the left sideline it's nearly intercepted by Ryan Rink was looking for Raiden Colbert, overthrew him by a little bit, and it's going to be second and 10 on the way with 3.40 to play yeah, here in the third. Double move there for Monticello. Unity got away with a little bit of a hold coming out of the double move, but, you know, not enough contact maybe there to throw the flag for the ref. It's gotten pretty quiet in Monticello here. Sage is faithful. Looking to see if Monticello's offense can... Get back into this one with a, a touchdown drive. Still plenty of time left, 340 in the third. Ball on the 21-yard line at second and 10 as Monticello tries to drive right to left. Need to cross midfield, which is 29 yards away. Teshke looking for a lane here. He kept it himself. 
the slowest quarterback uh, keeper you'll ever see there. He was waiting to see what avenue opened up. Nothing really did to the 24-yard line and third down and six on the way. Yeah, he's being patient there trying to see if something would pop. And, you know, they get, you get four or five yards off of that, you're feeling pretty good. And, and it was, like I said, it was a designed quarterback run, little trap action, and, and he was just looking for, looking for the seam. Third and six, lined again, the 31. Three minutes and five seconds left in the third. 34-16 is Unity's lead. Here's Monticello with trips right out of the gun. Teschke on a screen to Trey Welter. Welter needing to make a play. Got close, but no cigar. Down to the 27, 28-yard line. It'll be fourth and three for the Sages. And the Sages are going to have to go for it here on fourth and short. Punt unit's going to stay on the sideline. Yeah, I think that they knew that going into that play. That's why you run the little screen there, hoping maybe it would pop, but get get you close enough maybe to 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 get get a, an easy fourth and short play here. Fourth and three. Yeah, trying to freeze, trying to freeze them and get them to jump off sides. I think they will. With 2:29 left, fourth and three at their own 28. It would be a mighty aggressive call to go for it here. I mean, you see why down 18, but uh, you don't get this. And Unity's offense, which has been very good, has a short field. Yeah, you don't want to give it to them here. I mean, because the next touchdown is definitely the backbreaker. So you want to make them work for it. Monticello's defense has been up to the task here in the second half. You know, almost came away with two stops, or three stops. You know, they had one early and an interception. And so, you know, this is the right call, I think, here to punt. 229 for the half, and the punt unit is on. Nolan Benner-Kemper looking to boot it deep. Standing at the 15-yard line. Nobody's back deep for Unity. Selling out for the block or the fake. And a good punt here from Benner-Kemper. End over end to the 40-yard line, 30-yard line. Monticello bounce. It's down at the 27. And so from the 28 to the 27. That's exactly what you want there from your punter, especially with no return man back there. Get, get a good one away, and it was – Kind of weird. I think Unity was maybe expecting a little bit of a fake there because uh, they didn't really rush anybody either. So it was an interesting call to just not, not put anybody back there. So Monticello's defense needs a play here. Unity can really go a long way toward putting this one away. Leading 34-16 starting this drive with a first and 10 at their own 27. They'll move left to right. They've got to pass our perch at the 50-yard line and drive toward Monticello's student section. Monticello's defense needs to give them a reason to cheer. Here's Eisenmenger with Richardson in the backfield, two left, one right. Four-man front for the Sages, and they blow this one up. Eisenmenger looking for anything, doesn't get it, and he's sacked at the 20. Not sure if that was a design run or a throw. I didn't see anyone deep, and Eisenmenger brought down for a loss on the first play from scrimmage. Yeah, it looked like they were running that same buck sweep action they've been running, and Eisenmenger was reading it, and I I don't know. He, he got he got the keep read there, and, and it didn't work out for him. Monticello was ready for that. Lost five on first and 10, now second and 15. Rockets back to their own 22 on the right hash, 34-16. Their lead, Eisenmenger, is going to turn and give to Richardson. Richardson running left. Richardson has a seam up the middle. Richardson gains back what Eisenmenger lost, and then some down to the 35, line to gain the 37. A huge run from Richardson, gains 13 on third and 15, and a third down and short 
coming up. Second and 15 that was, pardon me. Yeah, tough one there for Monticello to give up a run to get it into third and short. You're hoping there you shut them down, get them to third and long, and, and make them make a play. Now it's a manageable third down for Unity. Third and three. Eisenmenger out of the gun. Gives to Richardson. Pitch back to Meback. Traffic in the backfield. Meback hit at the 30 and brought down. Give him the 31. It's a loss. A big loss on third down and three. Well, okay, a big loss of one yard. Yeah, <laughs> Nevertheless, one it, it looked like it, a lot. It felt like a larger <laughs> loss, and it's uh, fourth down now for Unity. I mean, that's a big play for Monticello. Uh, that crisscross action coming back over here, the little double handoff, and and Monticello was ready for it. Way to stay at home there by the by the defender. And you know, I've seen that. I, we run that play myself, and I've seen that bust for big gains. So, good job for Monticello. Fourth and four, Meback back deep to punt. Watch a fake here if you're Monticello, though. Meback will punt it here, and a good punt. Despite not being all that far behind the oh, line of man. scrimmage, it takes a big bounce for Unity, and it's down at the 12. Eric Meback, do it all. Those, those punts right there are tough. They, they're low, so it makes everybody think that it's going to be a, a Peter situation where you get away, and Monticello did that, and... and you could tell that once it hit, it was going to roll roll away. So you you got to try to catch those if you're Monticello, but that one was tough because it was so low. Seven seconds left for the third quarter here. Monticello probably will get one play before the quarter expires. Trailing 34-16 at the onset of this drive from their own 12, a right-to-left drive will take them 88 yards if they can find the end zone. And a pass out to Raiden Colbert is incomplete, so we'll have one more play with three seconds left in the quarter. Uh, underthrow there by Teshke, trying trying to go back to that little short hitch route to get some positive momentum going into the fourth quarter. 34-16. One more play on the way for Monticello here in the third frame. 18-point game. If they can get a quick touchdown, it might feel a little closer. Here's Teshke rolling right, scanning, throwing. Colbert in the right flat. Buzzer sounds, looking for the 15. Gets the 14, a two-yard gain on second down and 10. So third and eight on the way when we come back on the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week presented by Pavlov Media and Prospect Bank. Unity 34, Monticello 16 with 12 minutes to play. At Paya County Service Company, they believe that customers are the backbone of business. That's why Pyatt FS would like to take a moment to say thank you for your continued loyalty and support over the last 75 years. With a full range of services for the farm, home, and businesses in Central Illinois, Pyatt FS will keep your equipment fueled, your home or shop running, and your mind at ease. So once again, from the whole team at Pyatt FS, thank you for your business and your trust. Visit PyattFS.com today to see a full list of services. Hi, my name is Isaiah Williams. I am a football wide receiver, and my competitive advantage is my speed. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media phones for their competitive advantage. Pavlov Media VoIP phones provide an elite class of communication systems you can use to elevate your business. Businesses anywhere in the United States can set up and use VoIP phones. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more. Monticello, third and eight, 
12 minutes to play in trailing, 34-16. Ball on their own 14, line to gain the 22. And here's Teshke out of the gun. Three-step drop and sacked. Pressure came from Unity. Came in from the edges and then the middle. And Unity's defensive line wins that battle. Teshke is sacked fourth and long on the way. Yeah, that's a tough one there. I, I kind of had the feeling Unity was going to go pressure. I thought Monticello might go back to a screen pass there just to get Unity in, but get, get Unity in a bad situation, and, and they didn't. So tough, tough break there for Monticello. Monticello's going to have to punt in a tough spot here. Nolan Benner-Kemper, the punter, is in the end zone. Line of scrimmage, the eight. He'll punt it left to right. Standing deep in the purple end zone. And a timeout is going to be called by the Sages. So they want to talk it over here. They take their second timeout, trailing 34-16, 11-20. And, you know, you see both sides, Al. It's, uh, you're, you know, you go for it fourth and 14 on your own eight. It doesn't work. You're not in a good spot. No. Uh, you punt it, though. You're giving the ball back to a unity offense that seems to be content to uh, – slow things down and try to ice this one and they've looked really good tonight yeah i think i mean just because it's so deep in territory you've got a punt here and if fourth and 14 it's not many play calls in the world you have drawn up for that that kind of down and distance but um i think it's the right decision to punt here interesting that unity with nobody back again i guess i mean one thing it does for unity is it it takes away the the chance that your returner drops it and monticello has a chance to recover it so Gives you some extra pressure, too. Low snap, Benner Kemper, a sky kick, high punt. Oh, and it takes his head, a little backspin on it. Yep. Took a good unity bounce. Ike Young was right there. It bounced at the 39, and Young is there to down it at the 38. It's crazy there, the tail of two punts, right? So Monticello's punt goes high in the air. It looks it looks really nice, and it starts to roll backwards, and Unity's punt was really low, and it rolls an extra 30 yards. It's kind of crazy how, how the football rolls sometimes. It's that oval shape. Yep. It can be your friend or your worst enemy. Absolutely. 11-16 left here in the fourth quarter. And Unity leading 34-16, starting this right-to-left drive at its own 38, or Monticello's 38, pardon me. So 38 yards between them in the end zone. And here's Eisenmenger dropping back, a five-step drop, firing one deep. It is caught at the 15-yard line. A first down and then some. And... That catch, who else but Jay Saunders, who's been very active in the passing game this season, has a first down and then some. And Unity's going to go quick to the line here, and they'll hand off to Richardson up the middle. Richardson looking for the five. And Unity in two plays has it inside the five. Yeah, I mean, that, that first throw was a heck of a throw by Eisenbinger. Threw the guy open. He had some time to throw it and, and made a really nice throw. And then now Unity just kind of leaning on Monticello here. Gain of 13, pardon me, Al, from uh, Unity there. And Richardson up the middle. And a gain of two centers it up. 34-16, 10-30 and ticking here. And Unity firmly in the red zone here with the goal-to-go situation. Trying to get this one to the finish line. Yep, and a touchdown here would would likely do that. I mean, that would make it a four-score game with the extra point. So, wind the clock at 10:30. Eisenmenger with Richardson to his right, two receivers right. Dalton O'Neill to the left, and wow. here's Richardson up the middle, untouched for the most part. A three-yard touchdown run for Garrett Richardson, who's looked very good tonight 
and Unity. 40, Monticello 16, our new score with 10-18 to play here in the fourth quarter. Unity looking really good going into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Richardson there just gets right behind the O-line, and they just they just clear the way for him all the way in. He, he followed number, uh, I think it was 77, all the way into the end zone there. So that was that was a well-blocked well play there for Unity. Emerson Bailey on for the extra point. Been almost automatic on them tonight. Had one blocked. Sends this one through the uprights and hard off the school building there behind the uprights. That had some distance on it. Two kickers you can trust. Emerson Bailey and Cole Sawinski talked about them earlier in the contest. But uh, in the playoffs, if you need a field goal from 20, 30, out to 40 yards out, you'd think. Right, with, uh, yeah. Some of the kicks we've seen from, For sure. from Bailey, you've got to you, you, you can't discount that as an option. No, yeah, absolutely. It, like I said earlier, it's a weapon to have have that in your arsenal, as a, especially in 3A football. You know, you don't usually have kickers that can kick it like that. And it's definitely a weapon. I've seen games where it's come down to extra points. You know, one team has a kicker and one team doesn't. The other team has to go for two all the time, and, and it makes a huge difference in the game. 40-16, Unity leads Monticello. 10-18 left here in the ball game. Joey Wright now Craig in the Light Rock 97 broadcast booth tonight, which tonight is not really a booth. It's uh, outdoors, a table here in the top row of the bleachers. A lot of media here on hand tonight, uh, but we appreciate Dan Sheehan's hospitality, not For only sure. tonight, but uh, always. It's a nice night to be out here. Can't it complain is. at all. It is a beautiful night, and I like this view. No track around the field in Monticello, so we're we're right up close with the action. Yeah, it, it's like the fans are right on top of you here too with, with no track around the field. And it, it's just a nice, like I said, a nice night. I brought a jacket haven't even really needed yeah. it. <laughs> it's gotten a little chilly. We're in the low 50s now, but it's a nice night as a kickoff is returned by Benner Kemper. A little bit of space looking for the 30, and he's got the 24. I like being right in with the fans too. I feel like I'm putting on a, a performance. Yeah. <laughs> Stand-up sure. show or something. For sure, for sure. Been a few times where I've almost joined in with the stomping here. <laughs> stomping and cowbells, yeah. it's been loud. Yeah. I try not to let my my uh, homerness show, <laughs> but uh, you know, sometimes you gotta gotta join in with the people. Hey, you gotta be proud of where you came from. That's right. That's right. Alamonticello grad, former Oakwood coach as a head coach, Champaign Central as an assistant. Luke Tetke on the first carry of this drive from the twenty-four. The uh, 34 and got a little more than that as he carried it left. Give him the 36 and a nice gain. Gain of 12. Yeah, Monticello's kind of been looking for that all night. A uh, little quarterback power there, and he found the seam and, and busted her open for 12. Trips right for Monticello. Man in motion, Raiden Colbert. Gives him two wide receivers to each side. Passion, passing situation for Teschke. Winds one up, looking for Trey Welter. Welter into a dive, but it's intercepted. And Unity returning this one from the 40-yard line. Watch out. A little bit of space here for Tyler Henry. Henry to the 40, and he's brought down. And if there was any doubt, Unity slams the door. A flag is down, so we'll see. But if it stands, Tyler Henry has about a 20-yard interception return. Teschke throwing up for grabs for Welter there, and and just overthrew him a little bit. Welter almost got a fingertip on it to bat it away from the Unity defender, but Unity player went up and high-pointed it and made a good play. Monticello penalty 
is declined, and Unity will set up shop at the 37, a first and 10. You can't fault Teshke on that, though. Uh, Al, a uh, passing situation, you got to take some shots down the field, down 40-16. to 16. Teshke's played really well tonight. This offense can move the ball, I think, uh, when the final story of this game is told. And Cully Welter's talking to his team in the locker room, finishing drives and, and execution, just some things they'd like to clean up going into the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, these are all fixable things for Monticello going into the playoffs. It isn't an issue of defense, effort, scheme. It's nothing like that. It's just execution, like you said. And, you know, they've had a few drives stall out because of silly mistakes or fumbles or whatever it may be. So they can clean that up, and, and you know – Whoever draws them in the first round is not going to be excited to play a Monticello team. Not in the slightest. 41-yard line for Unity. Eisenmenger drops back and breaks through a collapsing pocket, fires one deep, and it's incomplete. Almost a highlight reel catch inside the five-yard line from Aiden Porter. And it's second down and 10. On the way. Clock stopped at 9.22. 40 to 16. Unity has this one well in hands. Eisenmenger airing it out. Scott Hamilton perhaps wanting to uh, yeah. work on a couple of things here going into the postseason. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you want to keep Eisenmenger's confidence up. Not that he's had anything to not be confident about tonight, but, you know, just keep airing it out. Do your offense. You're not in any immediate danger and just, just to see what you got. Eisenmenger's going to hand it off here. New tailback in the game. First time we've called the name of Halen Daly on offense tonight. And a nice carry for Daly now. It'll be third down and nine in this 40-16 game that Unity leads with nine minutes left to play. I know Scott Hamilton this season, he, you know, going into the season especially, didn't want too much pressure on Dane Eisenmenger, only a sophomore. Wanted to, uh, you know, kind of keep his confidence high and uh, make sure the spotlight wasn't too bright for him early on. But uh, safe to say here in week nine, Dane Eisenmenger is going to be a problem. Yeah. The next two years, he is the real deal. Has looked good now both times we've seen him on Light Rock 97.5 this season. For sure. And by week nine, you know, you, you're you not a sophomore anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. As he fires one complete on the right sideline there. Far sideline. Lobbed one up for Aiden Porter. Pardon me. Uh, my memory fails me there. But uh, not a fail from Porter in the slightest as we call Eisenmenger's name and sing his praises, a nice completion to Aiden Porter. And Eisenmenger, he's had a great sophomore season, looks so poised under center, and he's made some great throws tonight. Did have yeah. one interception over the middle that he'd like to have back, but uh, that'll happen to any quarterback over the course of a game, especially against a good Monticello defense. For sure, for sure. And like I said, I think that was a throw that Monticello kind of baited him into a little bit. But, I mean, these last few throws that he's made have been big-time throws. Including this one to the end zone. Flag is down. It's incomplete. I was hoping we'd time that up there. With uh, that'd be it would have been the perfect touchdown call for sure. For sure, it should be pass interference though. Almost hauled in in the end zone by Jay Saunders. Flag down at the five. Saunders dropped that about three yards into the end zone in double coverage, and it is a pass interference and a first down from Monticello. I mean, yeah, like you said, another great throw there. Just, just I think Monticello defender mm -hmm. got in there and knocked it away. But, I mean, that throw was on the money. And that's not an easy throw for a no. high school kid to make. Yeah, tough to, yeah, probably tough to call that a drop and double cut. No, yeah, <laughs> it no, was a, not it was at a all. heavily trafficked area. Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely wasn't going to put that one on the receiver either. But it was, it was a great throw. Gave his receiver a chance. 
Eisenmenger again here, first and 10 from the 18. Eight and a half to play. Lobbing one up, left corner of the end zone for O'Neal, and it's incomplete. Cole Sawinski breaks it up at the goal line. Second and 10 on the way. And that's a heck of a defensive play right there. He was beat and didn't look back and just kept running until he caught up and got his hand up and made a great play there. Stops the clock at 8.23. Second and 10 from the 17 on the way for just joining us. Unity appears to have this one well in hand, 40-16 to 16 the score. If Monticello can get a stop here, they might have one last gasp, but to score four times in eight minutes against this Unity defense, as good as they played, a tall order. We'll see. Eisenmanger here, a give. Daly, the 15-yard line. And Daly is brought down. Halen Daly getting some more carries here in the fourth quarter. Third down and eight on the way. Unity going back to the well there with that, that buck sweep play. It's not quite as open there as it's been all night. So good job by Monticello there to shut it down. Rock music playing over the loudspeakers here in Monticello. Sage's defense looking for one last stand here to give their offense a, a slimmer, a sliver of hope, I should say. Yeah, you got to think here too. It, it, you know, whatever Unity gets, the kicker's in play for a field goal here after this. Here's Eisenmenger, rolls right into a slide and a catch from Porter. Porter right at the line to gain. He might be a half yard short. They might have to measure this. That was close. Line to gain the eight and Porter into a slide. Give him the nine. So fourth down and one on the way with 7.20 left in the fourth quarter. 40 to 16 is Unity's lead. And I do think think that they're bringing the kicker on here? Yep. No, it looks like no. they'll go for this no, here. Be back and suiting. Yeah, and we'll see. Suiting's going to get a carry up the middle. Stood up by Monticello. Breaks through the pack and down to the two. Unity continues a strong drive with a strong runner. Brock Suiting. Bring him into those short yardage situations and let him go. Big gain on first and uh, fourth and one. Gives him First and goal at the two. Yeah, that's so tough to stop when Unity's getting the push they are getting up front. And here's Meback over the middle. It is caught. Eric Meback gets a passing touchdown. Give it to Dalton O'Neill over the middle on a slant. Caught it right at the G. Sage's word mark in the purple end zone. And a touchdown for Unity, 46-16. Rockets go ahead by 30. 6.46 left to play here in the ball game. Really, really impressive throw there again. I mean, just an easy throw for a slant, but I mean, still the the mustard he put behind that was really good and, and got it through the defense and in, into the arms of the receiver. And here's Bailey at the 10 with an extra point. It's only missed one tonight, was blocked. High snap, good hold. Good kick. And Bailey looking good, 47 to 16. Well, safe to say Unity's got this one in hand. They should improve in all likelihood to 7-2 and two going into the postseason. Monticello would enter at 5-4. and four. Not clinched a spot in the playoffs, but you'd figure they'll get in. Yeah, with the playoff points. And I don't think very many Illini Prairie teams have, have missed when they are 5-4. and four. So I think Monticello's probably in, and they'll draw an 8-1 and one or 9-0. and oh. And like I said earlier, 
that 8-1 and one or 9-0 and oh team's probably not going to be real excited to see Monticello and Coley Welter on the other side. There is a chance. Pardon me, Al, saying bye to the folks next to us. That's yeah. one of the perks you get of calling a game uh, in the bleachers right. here. absolutely. But uh, there is some scenario where, I mean, it, so many things have to play out tonight. You can't even get into all of them. Um, there's a chance these teams could play next week, too. You know, Unity yeah. at 7-2. and two, there'd be some, There'd need to be some help. Uh, not likely, but possible that Unity could host it at 7-2. and two And uh, yeah, it's I'm, possible, too. You know, anyone could play anyone yeah, next you week. you got to wait and see. You never know how it shakes out, man. I mean, it's all all depends on location of the teams that make it and and you know I've seen I've seen anywhere from a nine and zero playing an eight and one in the first round to a six and three and a five and four playing mm -hmm. in the first round. You just never know how it's going to shake out with North and South divisions. Emerson Bailey's kick is caught and fielded at the fifteen yard line. Benner Camper takes it out of bounds at the 27-yard line. Are you a fan, Al, of uh, conference rematches in the first round? Not in the, regardless? First, not yeah. in the first round. I, I am a big fan of playing a team that you're not accustomed to playing, and, and I just think it's more fun for the kids. It's more fun for the fans. You learn about somebody, some other team, and it's not some team that you've already played. And a lot of times, I've seen it happen several times, going back to 2002 when Monticello made their run to the semifinals, and you know, St. T blew us out at the beginning of the year, and then we show up, and it's here in Monticello, and we win 14-7. to mm -hmm. So, you know, it, you get one team coming in feeling a little confident, and you get the other team coming in looking for a little revenge, and, you know, you get that you get that environment in the playoffs, you just never know what will happen. So I, I'm not a big fan of it in the first round, but if it happens in the quarters or semis, you know, it is what it is at yeah. that point. Both teams have earned the right to be there. Absolutely. So. Can't uh – can't get around that. Nope. 641 for this ball game. Unity leads 47-16. Spontacello's offense gets ready to start another drive at the 17. Fans uh, starting to head for the exits in Monticello, but a good crowd still on hand here, seeing this one to the finish line. Final home game of the regular season for Monticello. See how it breaks in the playoffs. It's always interesting to see how that uh, shakes out. I know Unity hosted at least six playoff games in a row, all of them in their uh, state finals run in mm -hmm. uh, 2021 and then their first two last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's always just interesting to see how it shakes out and it, it on seeding and who wins and who loses. You just never know. You could be home one week and be the top seed, and the next week you're on the road. So you just never know. Hate to see an injury here right before the playoffs. Hopefully it's not anything serious, and he'll be back for next week. Nolan Benner Kemper walking off with some assistance from two teammates from Monticello. We'll hope he's okay. And he's been a big player, especially on, in the kickoff return game for them, so hopefully he's all right going into next week. That was him on that return for Monticello that took him to the 17. And here's a pass out to Carter Foran. Foran slips past the 30-yard line and down to the 34. Started to get a little colder here in Monticello. You can't complain. It's, uh, you know, October 20th. Yeah. You get that. Yeah, a few people have cleared out. I think it's opened some uh, wind wind, rain, wind wind lanes for us here a little bit. Room to move. Here's Teschke over the middle. It is caught at the 40. And down to the 41 is Trey Welter. 
by the way, October 20th, uh, before I forget, a happy birthday to my mom, if she's oh, listening nice. tonight. Jackie Wright. Shout out to her on the, on the, her birthday. Yeah, wishing her a, I was over uh, over at my parents' house earlier. Wish her a happy nice. birthday. Uh, you stop nice. by in person tomorrow at the Urbana Farmer's Market. She runs the Wright Soapery. So, oh, nice. Uh, okay. Say hello and buy some soap tomorrow. How about that? Heck, yeah. There's a pass out that is caught with some contacts. Jack Widener hauls that one in. Second down and seven on the way. As I was saying, Al, with the cold, it's, uh, you know, it's probably something these players are, uh, doesn't look like anyone's, too, it's like 50 degrees. It's not freezing, <laughs> no. but you're not used to being in the cold. This is the first time it's really been uh, these conditions this year as Welter. A flag is down, but he catches it on the left sideline and gets down to the 45. Flag is down in the backfield at the 39. These these were the type of weather games that us big guys lived for right here. Uh, <laughs> you know, trying to show off, be tough, no sleeves, while everybody else is wearing sleeves and, and just kind of show, show off the guns for everybody. What, what, what is the secret if you're a, a lineman? Uh, tonight, you know, 50 degrees, not so cold, but, I mean, we'll get into the playoffs, and it'll be, you know, 15 degrees, you know, you're out in uh, – Fairbury playing on a you know Saturday afternoon. It's cloudy. It's 15, 20 degrees. I've heard like you know guys will put like Vaseline on the arms, yep. try to lock in the heat. But yeah. I I don't know. I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, I don't know. none of that for me. Just no sleeves, Just no, no sleeves. sleeves all the time. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Got got to show that little toughness. You know, I don't I don't know if it amounts to anything. <laughs> but when the other guy looks across and says, "This guy looks a little crazy wearing no sleeves," you get in his head a little bit. Here's a carry for Ike Young. Sweep right past the 50. And he's got it at the 43. See, I I, I look at it. If I was in the trenches, I would want to wear so many layers, hoodie, <laughs> all these different layers. I want the other guy looking, you know, at me across the way to say, that guy looks warm. I'm jealous. <laughs> smart, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he looks smart. Yeah. He's nice and toasty yeah. out here. Yeah. I don't want to. I bet he's, you know, got the edge right now. Yeah, you know, as I've gotten older, though, I'm, I'm definitely more of a wimp when it comes to the cold. I, <laughs> my, my toes are already starting to feel it a little bit, and it's not even that cold tonight. Football weather in Monticello tonight. Yeah, Second down and six. Can't complain. Love it. I was on hand for Unity's first two playoff games last year as Teshke fires one complete on the left sideline. To Welter, Welter to the 30, Welter to the sideline, Welter looking for the 15, 10, 5, Welter, Pylon, is he in? He is, touchdown Sages, 42 yards, Teshke to Trey Welter, happy senior night, 4.49 to play, and that gets the Monticello crowd into it. Yeah, I mean, tough, tough catch and run there by Welter, you can tell, coach's kid, tough as nails, just grinding that one out and, and really impressive and you know that may not mean a lot tonight right the score is is what it is but going into the playoffs you know you're building that momentum and and you've maybe found something there that you can take into the next game so it, it, big, big play regardless or 49 47 22 whole extra point and the senior gets another extra point here on senior night, confetti in the student section. It is 47-23 with 4.49 left to play. And you're right, Al. That's something to take with you into the playoffs. Nice memory here, you know, back against the wall late in this one on senior night and getting one more into the end zone, at least one more. We'll see how the rest of this game shakes out. You know, I, I've been a part of 
some weird games in my life. Um, we had one when I was at Oakwood. It was my first year, and we were playing Bismarck, and we had them almost to the point where we was going to give you running clock. And Bismarck breaks a huge play, scores, and they proceeded to get three straight onside kicks. So if any of my former assistants are listening out there, they'll know the exact game I'm talking about. But it went from we're going to cruise to, wow, this is a ball game really quick. So mm. you never know. I mean, weirder things have happened. And if Monticello can happen to get an onside kick here and score quickly again, you just never know. So they're not out of it. The kids are still playing hard. And you, you, like I said, you just never know what will happen here. So many high school football games around the country each week. Bound to get some crazy comebacks. Right, right, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like I said, we were almost on the wrong end of that one that night. I mean, I think our kids kind of relaxed a little bit, and, and it almost bit them. 47-23 as Sawinski sizes this kickoff up, and a squib kick sent back to the 20 and fielded cleanly, no problem, to the oh. – oh, and breaking it down the sideline. Almost uh, to midfield there, a nice return. First time we've called Braden Clare's name. Sophomore wide receiver, number 24 in the white jersey. Took my eye off the return. There was a bird or something that uh, <laughs> was flying right above. I thought it was a flag for a minute, so I was looking to see where it landed. No flag. Yeah, I mean, that's another one, right? Unity just keeps finding a way to take any little glass gas Monticello has and take it away from him. That kick, hard, hard to handle. I mean, fast on the ground. He got down and made the play and then and then takes it for 20 more yards. It's, that's a tough one. 47-23 with 4.41 left here in the ball game. Unity leading, and they've got the ball at their own 41, driving right to left, trying to put this one away. Some backups into the game on both sides. And Unity's carry there up the middle didn't catch the number. Yeah, I don't. First time we've called his name tonight. I believe that was uh, number 25, Devin Glick. Nice little run for him there. Monticello looked like they had him dead to rights in the backfield, a little wiggle to squirt out and get three yards. Second and seven now for Unity. Glick is in at quarterback here. And handing it off up the middle. A little bit of space. More than a little bit of space past the 45 and down to the 40. Inside the 40 and down to the 38. Caden Hench, another name we've yet to call tonight, comes in and makes a big impact. Hench and Glick, both sophomores. And we talked earlier about Unity's sophomore class. It's not just Dane Eisenmenger. It's a deep sophomore class. Scott Hamilton has a lot of faith in that group. Combined with a good senior class, uh, including the likes of Eric Meback, Dalton O'Neill, Jay Saunders, could make some noise this year and a bright future once those seniors depart. Absolutely. I mean, that's what you look for, right? And when you're a coach, you have good, solid senior group to carry you know, young guys along as the season goes, and you hope they start clicking at this time of year, and they really have. I mean, you could tell. Based on the last week, the big win at, against PBL and then a big win here tonight against a good Monticello team. Hench spun down to the 30. Second and two for Monticello, or for Unity, pardon me. And like I said earlier, those sophomores that are playing, that have played in every game, are no longer sophomores. <laughs> you don't look at them as sophomores anymore as a coach. You, they're, they've officially moved on to junior status. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially when you've got so many of them for Unity. Yeah. It's a group that's been playing together a long time. Yeah. 
experience last year as well at the lower levels. Here's Hench moving right. Hench looking. And he's got a first down and then some to the 23. Talked about it at the top of the program, Al. These programs, uh, you know, numbers, it's always a discussion. You're bringing them in for News Gazette Media Days. Uh, in the summer, you ask every coach, hey, what do your numbers look like? Where are you guys at? It seems like football in our area is doing pretty good, stable numbers, but uh, Unity and Monticello never hurting for players. These rosters are deep, they're young, and uh, kids keep coming out in Monticello and Tolono, Sidoras, Pasodum. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's all culture, right? I mean, they're not having to recruit the hallways. I mean, kids are coming because they've made it the thing to do, right, in the town. Monticello and Unity are big programs that kids want they grow up wanting to play there so and for those coaches um and the parents you know i, I read a little article that you guys had wrote about how much the parent support is in unity and you know how much they do and the moms and everything else and that those are all little things that keep kids around even the kid that maybe doesn't play a whole lot he stays and plays because it's just fun like it's fun being on the team so it's hard to be competitive without a good group of team moms absolutely absolutely See that at uh, Monticello and Unity. Yeah. And so many schools in yeah, our area, I mean, too. St. Joseph Ogden and Muhammad Seymour go when, up and down the list. Mm -hmm. When I was a coach, I mean, we were blessed with, with good parents and, and a great great moms especially that kind of took everything out of our hands, whether it be a team meal or whatever it may be. They, they took it off the coach's plate, so it's always nice. Minute 25 left in this one. Clock running. Unity running the ball. Unity in control of this one, looking to win it here by a couple of scores. Here's Hench up the middle, looking good here in garbage time, up past the 10, as we have and 10 seconds left to play in the ball game. Senior night in Monticello, spoiled somewhat by the Unity Rockets. Looking good in this one, 47-23 is the score, 60 seconds left to play, first down and... Goal, Goal of the 10. That was a first down to the 10 <laughs> yeah, that last play. Yeah. 48 seconds, and Unity's just going to kneel this one out. Play clock at 5, game clock at 43. This should be the last snap of the game, and it will be. Taking a knee, Devin Glick, and that's all she wrote in this one. Senior night. Spoiled by Unity in this Illini Prairie Conference rivalry game. 47-23 is going to be the final score. Handshake line at midfield, and these teams will await their playoff uh, outlook tomorrow. The playoff pairings announced in the evening. See how it all stacks up. Uh, Unity is going to finish 7-2 in the regular season. Monticello at 5-4. Neither team one you want to face in the playoffs. No, absolutely not. And like I said, with the way Unity's looked the last two weeks against playoff teams, they're definitely not a, a team that anybody wants to draw in the playoffs. And, you know, 40, 49 points or 48 points last week, 47 this week against, like I said, good quality playoff opponents. So, Got a couple more commercials to get in. 47-23, the final score in Monticello. Unity taking down the Sages. On senior night, Monticello. We'll sneak in a couple of breaks, wrap this one up. This is the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 High School Football Game of the Week. Stick with us. Post-game coverage is next. In today's fast-paced world of instant gratification, the art of perfectly slow-cooked meat is becoming a thing of the past. What a rub. Don't worry. It still exists here. 
Get real meat and real barbecue that's been slowly cooking to perfection all night long. Get some today. Project 47 Smokehouse in Muhammad, Illinois. Pub and patio. Stop by and see us today. Want to know what's happening with your money the moment it occurs? Use Prospect Bank to experience the ease and convenience of e-mobile banking. Never miss a bill with scheduled monthly payments. Send, request, or split your money with friends and family easily using Zelle. Receive monthly statements electronically. Digital Wallet is a smart, secure, and easy way to make payments. What do you get by utilizing state-of-the-art banking services? Endless opportunities. We are Prospect Bank. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Welcome back to Monticello. Unity takes down the host Sages 47-23. Final score, Scott Hamilton and Cully Welter talking to their respective teams on the field. Joey, right now, Craig in the booth. Al, what are those conversations like? Starting with Unity, they've got to be pretty happy with how they played today. Absolutely. You know, close out the year with a good win and, you know, telling the kids, stay prepared, stay ready. we got a big week and, you know, making making plans probably for some sort of playoff watch party tomorrow night. <laughs> and for Monticello, still making those plans for a playoff watch party, but not the outcome they wanted tonight. Uh, some mistakes added up. Didn't play terribly, all things considered, but a couple of key plays bounced Unity's way, and that's why they suffered a 47-23 loss tonight. Right, and Monticello, you're just saying clean it up, and we have a chance to beat anybody. I mean, hung with Unity for most of the game. They, they kind of took over in the fourth quarter, but if you can play with them, you can play with anybody else in the state. So, 47-23, the final score tonight in Monticello. One more break, and we're back to close the door on this edition of the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 High School Football Game of the Week. Hi, my name is Kayla Burbage. I'm a volleyball outside hitter, and my competitive advantage is my power. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's phones for their competitive advantage. Pavlov Media VoIP phones provide an elite class of communication systems you can use to elevate your business. Businesses anywhere in the United States can set up and use VoIP phones. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more about our phone solutions and bring Pavlov Media VoIP phones to your business. At Prospect Bank, we have a powerful way to manage your debit cards anytime, anywhere. Select cards within your e-mobile app to turn your card on or off, put lost or stolen cards on lockdown, add your card to the digital wallet, set alerts, add travel plans, and so much more. Visit bankprospect.com forward slash manage cards to learn more about the power in the palm of your hand. We are Prospect Bank, the bank that brings you more opportunities. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Joey Wright and Al Craig closing the door on a good game tonight that went the way of unity. Some key plays favoring the Rockets early and often. 47-23 the final score, Al. And uh, we'll be quick getting to the uh, finish line here. Player of the game, who you got? Uh, you got to go with Eisenminger, Dane Eisenminger. Um, you know, he was solid all night, made some great throws, kept, kept his composure in a tough environment, and, you know, I'm sure he'll tell you his O-line deserves a lot more credit. but yeah. And they were great tonight, too. But, uh, you know, he's got to be your player of the game. Strong outing from Eisenmenger. Only a sophomore, but, Al, as you mentioned earlier in the program, you're not a sophomore by week nine. No, absolutely not. And he, he definitely did not play like a sophomore tonight. Looked really good as he has all season. Unity 7-2 and two going into the playoffs. Monticello at 5-4. and four. 
We'll see how it all stacks up tomorrow when the IHSA playoff brackets and pairings are unveiled. Al, appreciate you making the trip out here tonight. Not a far trip for it. It's your alma mater here, Monticello High School, class of uh, 06. But appreciate the time. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed every second of it, and thanks for having me. And I'm looking forward to when you when you have me on again yeah, next. <laughs> absolutely. Well, hey, you'll be getting a phone call soon. We'll see when the playoffs uh, roll around. Of course, we got to wait and see how everything stacks up, but uh, stay tuned to our social media channels, NG Preps, Light Rock 97.5, all that uh, for our playoff announcements here when we uh, put it all together. Sounds Find good. out tomorrow. Go Same. Illini. <laughs> That's right. You're wearing your uh, <laughs> Illinois orange and blue beanie. You'll hear the Illini on Light Rock 97.5 tomorrow at our sister station, News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM. 2.30 kickoff, 12.30 pregame, Illinois hosting Wisconsin for homecoming. For Al Craig, Jason Leggett, and everybody at the News Gazette, Matt Daniels, Joe Vizelli, Scott Ritchie, Zach Pyatt, I'm Joey Wright. Unity, a 47-23 winner over Monticello in Monticello tonight. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there, and uh, we'll catch you next time. The Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week has been powered by Pavlov Media. Sign up today for Light Up Your Life Fiber Internet at pavlovmedia.com. It's also brought to you by Prospect Bank. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, newsgazette.com and whms.com. Your home for high school football and the Illini is Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign Multimedia Group Station.